and welcome to the American Patchwork and Quilting Podcast, a podcast aimed at making your quilting life more fun and creative while connecting with quilters just like you. Join the staff of the magazines you love for a great episode filled with tips and tricks. Enjoy! Hello, and welcome to the American Patchwork and Quilting Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayland, and I'm so excited to be here with you. There is no worse feeling for me than sewing along on a project and suddenly realizing your stitches are inconsistent. I was recently machine quilting a quilt and had to rip out quite a few lines of quilting after seeing that the stitches were wonky and had some loops on the back. It just makes me sick to my stomach thinking about it. And the worst part is it happens often enough that every quilter knows what I'm talking about. It's not a problem you'll deal with, you know, once in your lifetime. It'll happen over and over again throughout the years and often when you least expect it. Luckily, these stitch problems are easy to solve on your own. So next time it happens to you, take a deep breath and go through this checklist to solve it. First, see if it's a tension issue. So there's a good way to run a test to determine if that's the problem. Choose one color thread for the spool and a second color thread for the bobbin. You can stitch a straight line on a fabric scrap. If the bobbin thread is visible on the front of your fabric, your upper thread tension is too tight. If the spool thread is visible on the back, your upper thread tension is too loose. So you can adjust that upper thread tension accordingly. Uh, Higher tension numbers indicate tighter tension. And then keep stitching a test line on fabric scraps until everything is normal looking. Um, And then on some machines, actually, uh, specifically those with front-loading metal bobbins, uh, the bobbin tension can also be adjusted with a screw. You'll definitely want to refer to your machine manual for how and when you should adjust the bobbin tension because it's not very often that would be the case. So if you're not experiencing tension issues at all, it may be a dirty machine causing problems. Clean your machine, get rid of all that dust and lint, and then you might just want to establish a regular cleaning schedule going forward, such as the first of every month, and then set a calendar reminder on your phone so you don't forget it. This is the one that always gets me. Anytime I notice my stitches are off, Uh, 99% of the time, it is because my machine is just packed full of lint uh, or my feed dogs have threads stuck in them. I think machines just get dirty so quickly when you sew a lot. Um, And this one is the one that always gets me. So check, check your machine. So if your machine is clean, it's not a tension issue. The next thing you want to do is change your machine needle. So if your needle isn't sharp enough to pierce the fabric all the way through, it can cause skipped stitches. As a general rule, you should replace your needle after every eight hours of sewing. If your needle is new, 
make sure that the screw holding it in place isn't loose. Uh, Sometimes when I'm sewing um, or machine quilting, like really bulky fabrics or that quilt sandwich, and I'm like rolling it up to get it in my machine, I accidentally rub against the screw holding the needle in place and it loosens it slightly. And so it kind of wobbles back and forth when I'm sewing and that can cause stitch problems too. So that is something to check, um, especially if you're sewing something bulky where you're pushing a lot of weight through the middle of your machine. So some other things that can cause problems are if your machine or your bobbin is improperly threaded. You can try re-threading your machine, insert a newly wound bobbin. In both cases, use your your sewing machine manual for guidance. It will tell you how the thread should come off the spool, either clockwise or counterclockwise, uh, which size spool cap to use, and whether the spool should sit vertically or horizontally. There's a lot that goes into it, and if you're, you're changing between, you know, different thread brands, different size spools, that can all be, you know, affected. Um, It's kind of amazing how uh, finicky some machines can be about these things. Some just do totally fine, um, but sometimes they're very specific with how they want things sitting and coming off the spool. Um, You also can check your manual to see how the bobbin should drop into your machine. There's sometimes specific ways. And just a reminder that not all bobbins are interchangeable between different machines. So if you switch back and forth between machines and you're using the same bobbin, check that it's okay to do so. Um, I know I recently experienced some issues and it's because I had just transferred a white bobbin thread I had from one machine to a newer machine I own and um, it did not like that. Um, So I had to rewind one of the bobbins for the the newer machine and start fresh. And lastly, check that you're sewing with the right fabric, needle, and thread combination. Uh, So if you just switch to a new thread or a new needle and you're starting to sew on a fabric, maybe you don't normally use, like maybe it's plush, denim, um, your machine may not be set up correctly. So you may notice some problems. Uh, Your machine manual should tell you kind of the optimal pairings between all of these things so you can sew smoothly. Um, But if you're sewing with, you know, a new type of thread, maybe not just the normal piecing thread you use um, or a fabric you don't use often, you might just want to check that everything is, uh, pairing up right, um, or maybe you need to adjust your tension to accommodate a different thread. There's a lot of factors, but your manual should tell you that. So hopefully these tips help the next time you're experiencing wonky stitches. It's just so disheartening to see this happen on your projects. Um, And of course, it always seems to happen when you're in a hurry or working on a last minute gift or, you know, just so close to finishing something right. So we're going to take a quick ad break now, but when we come back, we're chatting with Country Heritage Tours. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. I'm handing the mic over to Elizabeth for her chat with Country Heritage Tours. They are a sponsor on this podcast, for which we're so thankful, but they also do such fun work leading quilty tours around the world. So we wanted to dive in a little more about what they do. Enjoy their chat. Well, Scott, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. I am so excited to be talking to you about two of my favorite things in the world, which is quilting and travel. And your company, Country Heritage Tours, combines both of those things. So what a great topic of, topic of conversation today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Elizabeth. It's nice to be here. Yeah. So let's just start out by telling some of our listeners a little bit about your company and what you guys do and specialize in. So we're a niche tour operator, and we specialize in quilt and textile tours. I've uh, been in business for almost 40 years, uh, and the majority of what we do is we do 7 to 14-day uh, land tours that visit quilt shows throughout the United States and, uh, and abroad, uh, and it combines quilt shows or major quilt attractions with local uh, historical and cultural attractions as well. So uh, we like to call it a pretty selfish vacation. You don't, uh, you tend not to take your husband, you tend not to take your kids. Uh, you go with your girlfriends and you have a good time. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, and so, yeah, so this is really a family business. Your parents started it and now you've kind of um, taken over and, and took it into this whole direction. And um, that just must be such a great family legacy to be part of. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So my mother started the business um, in the early 80s uh, as a hobby. Uh, it was with one tour of New England. One tour led to two, two to four. My father moonlighted in the business a little bit. Uh, he was a computer engineer, so he would do all the word processing end of it. Uh, and then four tours grew into six. And my father eventually left his breadwinning career uh, to go into business with my mother and grow the company. And in uh, 2011, uh, I left my career in New York uh, to come into the business to turn the corner for the next generation. Wow, that's amazing. And have um, you always loved travel yourself personally? It's interesting. Uh, looking back at uh, at how I got into this, so my career in New York uh, put me on the road uh, traveling the United States, uh, not really understanding that what I would see would eventually come back to help me in, in my next choice of career. So yeah, I've, I've always loved traveling. I like meeting people. I like seeing destinations. And I think more most importantly is the cultural uh, end of uh, traveling that uh, goes, you know, for the most part, unsung, meeting people in communities that 
uh, are excited to have you or something to share. Uh, that's that's really uh, what attracts me to travel. Little did I know back then uh, that I would be touring the world, you know, bringing people to quilt shows in Tokyo, in uh, in uh, France, uh, in Australia. So yeah, you know, after looking back at it, I've always loved travel. Yeah. And I mean, there's so many tour groups out there, but what makes yours special is it brings together like-minded people and quilters and where else can you, you know, travel around the world and the United States with quilters who are passionate about what you love. Um, so that Absolutely. has to be really special for all of your people who travel with you. It makes such a big difference with our group dynamic. Uh, so everyone shares a common thread already. There's no icebreaker needed. Uh, since it's, like I said, a selfish vacation, uh, it's just mostly uh, mostly females. We have occasional husbands, but the dynamic of the group is very interesting. Unlike other travel companies that may have families uh, or couples that tend to break away you know, at different attractions, ours don't. Ours all shop in the same quilt shop together. On the motor coach, from, uh, going from Nashville into Paducah, everyone has a piecing project that they may be working on. And so your neighbor across the aisle on the motor coach talks to you about you know, the fabric you're using uh, and then you know what she's looking for. So then when you get to Hancock's, for example, you know, your new friend across the aisle has found fabric that works for the piece that you're working on comes and says hello. So the dynamic has always been important. You come together as strangers, but you leave as friends. And we've made lifelong travel partners uh, in the almost 40 years of business. Yeah, I can just imagine the conversations happening on those buses where people are just sharing their tips and tricks and their favorite tools and yes. their favorite sh like shops to stop at. And the fun, fun, have fun to, have to be amazing. Do you have it's um, uh, it's great. Yeah. Do you have people that have come back and returned with friends they've made on these trips and gone on future trips together? So what's really interesting uh, and we and we monitor it is uh, so we have a, a huge repeat rate of clientele. Um, so uh, if you take if you take one tour, typically uh, you come back and you take more. So about an 80 percent repeat rate for clients. Ah. What's really interesting that we find fascinating in the office is we have people that call and book. Uh, we always ask, how how did you hear about us? Uh, they're not in our system, which means they've never traveled with us. Uh, they heard from a friend that we're a good company and they want to go to, you know, on, on this tour. They haven't traveled with us before. They're just simply calling and uh, and putting the deposit down, going on word of mouth uh, that uh, that uh, they like what we do. But yes, we do see a lot of repeat clients that bring a whole gaggle of, of friends back with them. and uh, And then it grows from there. Mm, that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> well, I've had a little bit of time to look at some of your brochures and your upcoming tours. And man, you guys really go everywhere. I was really impressed. Like, I love that the variety of tours you have available. I feel like there's something for everyone from, you know, if you want to see the fall colors in New England, you have something for that. If you want to have someone who wants to go see the Christmas markets in Germany, you have that. Like, it's just, it's amazing. So I'm a We're, little curious about maybe what are some of your most popular tours and destinations? It's uh so there, we have something for everyone. Absolutely. Whether you're a beginner quilter, uh, an advanced expert quilter, or, you know, you're not even there yet that you just like fabric or you just like being with other like-minded people. Uh, there is a tour that fits every group. Uh, so popular tours, always the, the major quilt shows. Those are huge attractions for people. Uh, Paducah, Houston, Sisters, Outdoor Quilt Show, another one. Uh, those are all very popular. You know, we we 
call them pilgrimage tours, essentially. Everyone has heard of uh, AQS Paducah uh, and their shows, and same thing with Houston. And they want to see them and understand them and visit them, if not, you know, at least once in their lifetime. Once uh, once you tend to go on a, a, a show-related tour, you like the style of travel that we offer, so then you'll venture further out. You'll then go uh, to Savannah uh, and Charleston with us, where we, again, visit quilt shops uh, along the way, as well as all the cultural attractions that are there. Uh, next step after that is uh, is you now really enjoy us, is, uh, is you travel internationally with us, going to the... Uh, the quilt festivals abroad really open your eyes to what's out there. Japan, for example, uh, their you know their thread work uh, on what they do is immaculate, and seeing that you know the Tokyo Quilt Show is incredible, as well as uh, the Festival of Quilts uh, in uh, Birmingham. Again, it's a Texas size show, uh, but with a you know a different vendor set, so you're getting all different fabrics. So so. It's once people travel with us once again, uh, they tend to find the other popular tours of the places they haven't heard of before. Again, yeah. Sisters, Oregon, one of my favorite places, that outdoor quilt show free to the public, you know, mm -hmm. uh, on the second Saturday of July, always is uh, is always a fun tour. It's summertime. You get a lot of teachers uh, that join. Uh, and it's just it's quilt shop after quilt shop and then Cannon Beach, then the show itself and you know, we've had a lot of people ask when they see some of our advertisements that show the Sisters Quilt Show, they ask us if it's Photoshopped. We say, no, that's a real picture. They do, the firemen hang the quilts on the side of the firehouse uh, on Saturday morning. Yeah, oh, I know, Sisters. And what a beautiful part of the country, too. Oh, like, absolutely. you get to see amazing quilts in a beautiful town and landscape and can't yes, beat it. Pacific Northwest. I mean, every, every place that we go is just, uh, we handpick our destinations. Um, and we really make the destination shine by finding out of the way places that you may not know of on your own to get to. Uh, and once we do that, the whole tour fills out. So it's, uh, you know, Pacific Northwest is gorgeous. It's, it's hard to keep track sometimes of where we go. We're on, uh, almost 820 departures on four continents, uh, coming up too. So yeah. it's, you can really see the world, uh, with us. Hey, it's Lindsay. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but we have to take a quick ad break. We'll be back soon with more from Country Heritage Tours. So what are some of the benefits? We've talked a lot about them already a little bit, but some of the benefits of signing up with your company versus, you know, planning a trip on your own. Sure. It's a, it's a good question. So uh, a lot of people ask us, why should we travel with you versus either another company or planning on your own? First of all, I would tell anyone uh, group travel is fun. Um, you can drive to all these places yourself, but you're going to miss out on all the commentary, the exciting stops, the out of the way places. Uh, and it's nice to sit back and relax, uh, and chat with other people and learn about other people. So that's, that's one major benefit. Uh, the other benefit is, uh, is we're pretty much no nonsense. Uh, the price you see is the price you pay. There are no sales. There are no optional extras. Uh, when my mother started the company, her belief is uh, that you should be customer service focused um, and no smoke and mirrors. So we stay in all city center hotels, uh, all uh, full service properties. Uh, you know, our belief is is that if you're going to 
uh, visit Boston, that you should stay in Boston, not in a hotel that's in Revere 20 miles away that doesn't have access to the, the services and attractions of the city. Uh, so between our hotels and our pace, which is probably one of the most uh, important questions that we get, is we are a quality over quantity company. It's uh, We always tell people when we bring them out uh, on the road, we'll never be able to show you everything. Uh, but what we will show you will be valuable. So our pace is very is very easy. Uh, we have plenty of built-in time uh, to see the attractions that we're at and also to give you independent exploration time to see the pieces that you may want to. And then the biggest question is uh, on every tour, uh, when we roll into a quilt shop, how much time do we have? Um, and so we, again, we hand select all of our quilt shops, so, you know, Quilt sampler top 10 shops are uh, a major uh, part of what we do. Uh, but each shop is is handpicked. We work with a shop very closely because we like to make sure that there's enough cutters on, that there's enough checkout people, uh, and that it's not only beneficial for uh, our guests, but for the shop as well. Rising tide lifts all ships. But yeah, biggest question, how much time do we have? And without fail, uh, every tour says that's not enough. So we we do 90 minutes of, of shop time. Wow. Uh, okay. And people think, you know, I'm, I'll never be through with it, but after, you know, uh, 40 years in business, it's uh, we've, we've fine-tuned it that 90 minutes is the right amount of time to uh, to shop, cut, check out, and uh, and chat and share. Yeah, that's great. What are some of the tips that you would share with some quilters who are getting ready to embark on one of your trips? I would imagine one of them would be to make sure you leave some room in your suitcase to bring home all of your wonderful, <laughs> wonderful purchases. Um, do you have any others that you can share? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we do recognize that these are shopping tours. They're, you know, our guests are purchasers. Uh, so on most of our tours, we do include a post office run um, to, to be able to otherwise, I mean, you could be looking at 50 pounds of fabric at the end of seven days. <laughs> That's really so, smart. <laughs> so there's that. But uh, what I always, what I saw one guest do, and I thought it was brilliant, um, you know, the trout, you know, packing aside, like, you know, what you bring is what you bring. Uh, but since it's it's a shopping tour, I mean, we're visiting quilt shops and quilt museums. Uh, if you have projects that you're working on, uh, bring a sample board of uh, of the fabrics and the swatches that you're working with. That way, right in the store, you don't have to remember, look at a picture. You can pull out a swatch card and you can match it, match it up. That's the most brilliant thing I've seen. Uh, and it allows, uh, allows you to really kind of fine tune your stash or whatever project you're working on. Aside from that, you know, it's, um, you know, bring your husband or, or, uh, or your significant other, uh, they can act as a fabric mule is, uh, <laughs> is, is what we've been told. I love that. And they get the benefit of experiencing all the beautiful places you visit too, and the cultural aspects of your tours too, I imagine. Absolutely. It's, uh, one of the best parts of my job is, um, is providing people a fun and memorable vacation and the husbands that join us get to sit back, relax. It's no pressure for them to be anywhere, do anything, but they watch their significant other have such a fabulous time. And I think that that's probably equally as rewarding. Wow, that sounds great. Well, I know that you have definitely given me the urge to travel. I think after the last couple of years, we're all ready to get out there and hit the road yes. and see some of those things on our bucket list. So absolutely, um, your company definitely has some amazing trips planned. And on a personal note, I'd love to know maybe where one of your favorite places has been that you visited. It's a, uh, so it's funny. It's a question I get a lot. Um, and I've traveled the world 
Uh, one of my favorite places to visit is uh, the Pacific Northwest in Oregon. Mm-hmm. It's um, for several reasons. I'm a huge foodie, uh, and the food scene out there is incredible. The Pacific Northwest offers topography that represents almost the entire United States, from coastal communities to farmland uh, farms inland to mountainous region, uh, and the entire you know. Uh, the entire state of, of Oregon is very family friendly, community centric, fantastic architecture, uh, and is uh, you know just a people friendly place. So Port- the Portland area is certainly a number one. I recently was in uh, the Canadian Rockies, uh, and that that is now a close runner up uh, to uh, to the Pacific Northwest. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us today little bit about yourself and your company and i'm sure we are all ready to get out there and look at the tours you have coming up so thank we you are ready us. to have you it's uh we would love to have guests join us it's uh it's a wonderful way to spend some time and yes everyone still has that itch to get out of the house uh, and this is a great uh gateway back into travel thanks so much to elizabeth and country heritage tours I was just daydreaming the whole time about taking a trip like this. It sounds like so much fun. Uh, Personally, the British Landscapes Tour sounds so fun to me. Uh, I am a big Jane Austen fan, and I would just love to pretend I'm her and travel through the British countryside and, you know, practice my fake British accent and, you know, fall in love with someone who lives in a castle and live happily ever after. (laughs) You know, I'm not sure my husband would like this plan, but a girl can dream. We will link to their website in the show notes so you can check them out if you're interested. And that's it for today's show. A quick reminder to submit your Ask Us Anything questions for an upcoming show. I'd love some more. So please email me at apqpodcast at meredith.com. That's listed in our show notes. Any quilting questions, anything about our jobs, personal sewing, whatever, we are open to it. We'll be answering them all soon, and we would love to hear from you. Everybody have a great week. Hi, all, and thanks for listening. Keep in touch. American Patchwork and Quilting is on Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram at All People Quilt. Email us at apqpodcast at meredith.com. Resources for this week can be found at allpeoplequilt.com slash podcast. And if you love the American Patchwork and Quilting podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app for free. And don't forget to rate and review the show. It helps other quilters find us. Have a creative week.